and welcome to Empower Me. I'm Bash, and I'm so excited to introduce my very good friend and co-host, Natali. I'm so excited to be joining you. And we are both so excited to be starting this new podcast series, which is going to be all about empowerment, self-love, managing anxiety, and... Um, just basically building back up your confidence and getting yourself out of whatever you're struggling with and being the best version of you. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. So let's dive into the podcast. First, we shall introduce ourselves a little bit. This is so awkward. We've done this so many times. (laughs) This is honestly the hardest part. Like, I don't even know who I am. Who am I? (laughs) seriously like I could talk about the problems but who am I (laughs) okay um so I am a full-time esthetician lash artist I do microblading as well I have uh, my own little business I do henna basically anything beauty um but more importantly I love building those relationships with my clients and I love empowering women and making them feel better about themselves and helping them through whatever they're going through. I love that too. That is one of my biggest passions. I love empowering women also and I feel like that is the main reason behind this podcast is to (laughs) empower women. Yeah and um you know so if you're going through something you're not alone right we've all We've all been through our fair share of of struggles, so um, we just want to talk about some things that we think are really important to discuss. Exactly. So a little bit more about myself is that I'm a life coach. I'm also a student at BCIT, and we are not going to talk about that right now because (laughs) that is a whole other story. Um, I am a total personal development junkie. I love reading, dancing learning about how to better myself I love constantly learning about that that is my favorite topic in the world (laughs) yes (laughs) so much passion for that but anyways today we will be talking about a lot of things actually so we're not going to name them at all that's too difficult um first of all I think we're going to dive into how our past experiences have shaped us into the people we are today and how that really um, contributes to our our struggles, some of the struggles we have today, you know, um, anxiety, stress, um, how and where that comes from, basically. Exactly. So, yeah, we can start off with you first. Uh, yeah, sure. So I uh, grew up in an Indian family. I was, you know, raised in North America, so, you know, you have to balance those two cultures, and your parents expect a lot of you, and as a girl, you have to meet those expectations and keep them happy and do what they want. You don't always have the freedom to, like, make your own decisions, and um, a lot of experiences in my upbringing have made me... um, I guess form like unhealthy, unhealthy emotional attachments today in some of my relationships, even with you know uh, my partner or even with friends. I totally get that. I recently have started learning about different attachment styles because I have realized that I too struggle with 
an unhealthy attachment style that actually stems from my childhood. And it comes from, you know, the relationship that you had with your caregivers growing up and how much of a healthy um, uh, kind of coping mechanism you developed to... Like, what coping mechanism at that time was best, was going to keep your... I guess, make your life easier at that time, which is not necessarily going to be helpful now as like young adults. And, you know, we have our partners and now they just get in the way, right? Yeah, they do for sure. So for me personally, I have an anxious, insecure attachment style, which basically stems from my childhood. uh, And it comes from the caregiver being kind of inconsistent with the um, level of closeness that you share in a relationship and feeling like, you know, at some points you're very close to them and other points you're not. So that uncertainty kind of... That, That trust, you know? Yeah, that uncertainty leads you to... Basically, in adult relationships, it transitions into the fear of abandonment. And that is something I deal with to this day. And it's something that is really hard to get over. Yeah. It's like a mental obstacle. You, A lot of personal development actually comes from unlearning so many things that you've been learning your whole entire life. Yeah, it's true. Um, You know, I... I catch myself thinking about a lot of problems a lot of the time. And I realize that like, I need to be focusing on the change more than the problem, like things that I can control and um, change so that I am a better version of myself. Exactly. So if I asked you the question, what are some things that you find yourself struggling with today? What, what are some answers that you could give me to that question? Uh, so, for example, like I, when it comes to relationships, I'm very selfless to the point where it's not like a healthy selfless. It's like um, you're too giving, too giving to the point where, like, I, I often like it's not my partner's fault at all. I do this with like a lot of people, and I did this with my family too, which is where it came from. But basically, I, I ignore my own feelings a lot, and I don't always um, speak up when I should, and I don't always put myself first and like um, do what makes me happy and always say what what I want I'm more of like I'm more of like I try to keep that person happy and I I'm just happy if they're happy you know but I've realized um, recently that that's it can be really self-destructive because you know if they're if they are unhappy about something you can't blame yourself for that it's not on you to um give them happiness, right? That comes from yourself. So a lot of things um, I used to blame myself for, I I don't because that's not my responsibility, right? I got to keep myself happy first and do what I love and speak my mind and, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So how, like, what kind of things do you do differently, I guess, to avoid going down that road? So, you know, lately I've been telling myself that when, you know, if your partner's unhappy about something, that is totally natural. You're allowed to be unhappy about something and they should be able to express that to you. When you, when you are not 
able to um, take that and listen to them, it's a problem because that's where the com the communication suffers, right? Because now they can't express that to you because you can't take it, right? Oh my god, I you totally, can't help them. Yeah, yeah, I totally relate to that because sometimes I feel like when my partner gets angry at me, I get so scared and I just like try to make it okay without. Yeah. And I know that my partner feels like they should be able to express whatever they're feeling. Yeah, and uh, when they're feeling a certain way, that's not a positive you know, feeling, I want it just to end. Like I want them yeah. to not be in that state anymore. And that's yeah. kind of unfair because you should and, let, you know, yeah. you feel like you put it on yourself a lot of the times, right? Like you feel like, Oh, it's like my fault, but really you just gotta like, this is not about you. Yeah. You this is about the like, other person. Relax, yeah. let them um, finish, let them vent or whatever rant or whatever they need to do and be there for them. Yeah. yeah. It all really comes down to communication. Communication is so important in all relationships. Yeah. Yeah, whether it be friendship, uh, romantic relationship, family, if you have the ability to express your issues, frustrations to your partner or your friend, your family, and have them actually listen to you and try to understand where you're coming from, that just does so much. That is the most important thing because I feel like a lot of the times we find ourselves um, not really listening and just kind of responding so yeah, when yeah. someone else gets angry at us and we're also angry at them we just react we just want to you just react something. because you give into your emotions right yeah um which is something else I really struggle with oh I'm gosh, very yes. emotional yeah me too so <laughs> the most sensitive yeah you know sometimes I gotta tell myself to like relax like this is um this is a time for you to listen and then um, understand, you know, maybe understand why they feel this way, and then you can talk, right? It's not always just like, oh, I feel like I need to react right now. So that's something I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about mastering our emotions. How important is that for me personally? Like you said, you're sensitive. I'm also super sensitive, and uh, being a very emotional and sensitive person. It can cause you to spir spiral out of control and it can cause your arguments to spiral out of control and that is what happens a lot. So being able to feel what you're feeling but not directly react on it but rather sit with it and think on it and think of the facts, the logic, the reason yeah. behind it is very important. Yeah, like um, often something I do is like you know, um, whatever they're unhappy about, they won't express that to me. But I, because I get so emotional about it, um, I take it way, I take it way harder than what it is. So, you know, I bring other things into it. I'm like, oh, like they're just annoyed about this one thing. But to me, it's like, I feel that and I feel so much more. I feel like it's like about so much more than that. So that's one thing that like causes me to kind of, um, lose to my I call it my stress monster mm -hmm. so um that's one thing I'm telling myself like okay if they're unhappy it's not your fault that's just what they feel in this moment that's not the ultimate truth yeah right? let them finish their story let them talk hear them out um if there's any misunderstanding if you think something they said to you was like really harsh then you can ask them to clarify because maybe you just took it that way right yeah maybe that's not what they meant yeah to say to you 
I guess for for us, like we're talking about two different things. You're talking more about, I guess, something that you struggle with more is having your partner be angry towards you and you having to understand that. And for me, it's kind of the opposite. Like I'm the angry person. You're the angry one. I am the angry one. Yeah, I'm the one that kind of, you know, you know, gives into her emotions and just gets so like crazy like all the time (laughs) blows things out of proportion so I really need to be able to develop the skill to step away from my emotions catch yourself and you know yeah and not get so sad not get so mad about you know a lot of the times things that do come up it's not even big in the first place. They're these really small things that can be so easily solved with proper communication and just letting the other person know this is what you're feeling. Yeah. But I feel that when um, certain things come up, my first instinct, like my first reaction is like pain or like feeling hurt, yeah. upset, anger, yeah. sadness. And I used to think that uh, your emotions like being able to feel a yeah. lot was like the biggest strength like I used to like preach that to everyone like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm such a great person like not not saying that but like <laughs> like you know like I would tell people your emotions are strong <laughs> it's good to feel you know that that means you can yeah. feel a lot and feel a lot of love and so and it is a great thing but it is something that does put you behind it does I recently learned that like true power is really being able to um have better control of those emotions yeah letting them not letting them just take you on a ride yeah and then making other people around you like scratch their heads like okay this chick psycho (laughs) right (laughs) not that we are psycho but we just don't know how to manage our emotions properly and it's a skill that some people are just sometimes some people are just born with some some people are better than others I feel like I don't know like I feel like sometimes guys may be a little bit better at handling their emotions and girls are a little bit more on the sensitive side that's not always true, but I've noticed that yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And for us women, it's really important to be able to handle ourselves better and not give in to our emotions so that we can communicate better and be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. And I think like a really, it really comes down to on a deep level, it comes down to um, your self-worth and how you think of yourself too, right? Because sometimes you don't express something or express what you feel because you just put it aside or you may not think that um, it's worth it, but it's worth it to express yourself and it's worth it to um, not give in to your stress and your, your anxiety and your sadness or madness. And um, it's worth it to do that for yourself, right? Which is something I've been telling myself more lately. Exactly. So... What do you usually do when you feel like when you mentioned your stress monster, what does that really mean? And how do you deal with stress? Uh, So for example, I, there are like certain things that, that stress me out more than other things. Like I'm really like, when it comes to timings, like being somewhere on time, I don't know why, but it just, really? Yeah. It just stresses me out. I'm like, I think it stems from like, growing up you know like my family like they're 
I was always the one that was like, okay, we need to be on time, but they were always taking way too long, oh, and they're just doing yeah. something. So, like, so now, like, for example, if I need to, like, if I'm coming to visit you, I gotta catch the ferry, right, at a certain time. So, it's like, okay, like, even though I probably still have, like, another hour, I'm still like, okay, I gotta leave at this time. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not... Like, on the surface, you wouldn't really really be able to tell, like, oh, she's dressing out like crazy, but um, lately, I've been catching myself, I've been like, hey, relax, like, it's not a big deal, you're going to make it on time. You do this every time, and you end up being an hour early. Like, you, you <laughs> you're that no person. Reason. You're yeah. that person. You're the hour early I, person. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, just, like, little things like that. Um, you know, when I catch myself, like, worrying about something, I... I really think about what I catch myself and I think about what it is I'm worrying about and like what is the actual like probability of this happening or is it just something I've made up in my head you know yeah I totally get that for me dealing with stress um how do I do it let me think about this so when I feel really stressed out I like to just like pause yeah and understand that the things that I'm feeling sometimes the things that you're feeling aren't necessarily true like you know when when you get anxious for example stress and anxiety come hand in hand for me most of the time so um a lot of the times I'll get really overwhelmed with all these things and I'll start to think of all these problems that may happen everything at once Yeah, yeah all of it at once and just really really stress myself out with all these things that I think may happen, but will probably not happen. So just how I deal with that is, you know, taking a step back and thinking about, um, you know, what are the odds of this actually happening and how, you know, how reasonable am I being right now? Like, is it something that is actually a thing or am I just blowing it out of proportion? Yeah, like how important is it? Yeah, like give. Sometimes it helps to even give it a number. Be like one to ten. How is important? How important is this? Yeah. Is it so important that I need to be worrying about it at work? Like, no, I could be having a great day, right? Right. Um. So those are some little things you can do. Um. It's also like it's also really helps to have some outlets. Um. Sometimes if I'm thinking about something, worrying about something, I will write it down if I get a chance, and then I can you know, kind of put that thought aside for now, just put it on paper, and then I can look at it later and be like, okay, is this ridiculous, or is this something that's important, right? Yeah. Um, so that helps. I love ranting. I love ranting to my friends. Like, I'll just pick yeah. up the phone and call someone, whether it be my friends, yeah. my best friend, or my partner. Like, I will literally just talk about it, yeah. and then I'll feel like I just lifted something off my shoulder. Totally. It has to come out somehow, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, another thing that we want to talk about is, um, feeling lonely and how to deal with it. So we both live on our own and that can be a great thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it has a lot of perks for sure. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, but it can also be a hard thing. Yeah. So I know talking to you that this is something that you struggle with. This is also, I always tell you about the things that yeah. I struggle with. So, yeah. um, 
it's it's a huge thing and it has a lot to do with confidence and self-esteem and you know putting yourself out there and all that so it has like I feel like loneliness a lot of times like people do have they do have someone to talk to they do have help they do have friends but they don't always um, want to reach out they don't want to bother that person or they don't want to ask for that help so they kind of like almost not purposefully but you end up like trapping yourself and you end up kind of making yourself feel lonelier than you are right and I I'm guilty of that I've done that before um so that is a big change I made in myself I don't let myself feel lonely anymore like if I need to talk to somebody or um I want to have some friends over and I do it you know I don't sit there in a quiet house like just feeling lonely anymore yeah for me feeling lonely comes from like my attachment style I guess being really dependent on my partner yeah um when my partner is at home I'll feel whole I'll feel happy but as soon as they leave I'll feel empty on the inside and that has a lot to do with my self-worth so um, I want to be self-sufficient and I want to be able to fill my own cup and that is something that I work on every single day and um, you know talking about this it's it's just talking about it but how do you actually do it right yeah. so for me personally how do I fill my own cup so I don't forget about the things that I love to do. Yeah. I, you know, I love to dance. So I joined a dance class and um, I love to read, but I hadn't, been, I noticed I hadn't been reading for a long time. So I went to the bookstore the other day and I picked up two really cool books that now I am so into and just doing other things that bring me joy, bring me happiness, hanging out with friends more, yeah. um, calling them. I feel like I barely talk to my friends. Like I barely text them and I barely yeah, call them. Yeah, so making the effort to talk to people. And a lot of the times I make myself feel lonely when I'm not actually lonely. Like I have yeah. my friends, yeah, totally. but I don't call them. Or because like, you feel like you don't want to be a nuisance or you don't want to be annoying or whatever, but really, like, you got to value yourself enough to do that. Yeah. You are worth it, right? Mm -hmm. For myself, I don't feel like, like I'm being annoying, but I feel like I just forget. Like, I blank out and I go yeah. so deep into just feeling pitying myself yeah. and just feeling low that I just forget everything else. Like I forget about my hobbies. I forget about my ambitions, my goals, yeah. my friends. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I just sleep in bed and watch Netflix. And that's really, really not healthy. So, yeah, doing things that you love to do, not forgetting about your goals is really important. And realize if, if you feel like you depend on your partner, um, you know, being aware of that and making changes in yourself to become more self-sufficient because your happiness has to come from yourself yeah and it can't 100%. come yeah it can't come from your partner and that is something that you know 
Yeah, something I learned, like, you and your partner are going to be a hundred times more happy, you know, if you're in a better place. Yeah. And you are able to be there for them, too, when they don't feel so great. Exactly. Because when you're not doing great, so great yourself, it's hard to be there for someone else, right? Yeah. You know, an interesting thing that I heard in a podcast the other day was uh, when you get into an argument with with, um, your partner... uh, it has to do with like the psychology behind it. So it, when you get into an argument with your partner and you're criticizing their faults, it almost never has anything to do with them, and it almost always has everything to do with you. Really? Isn't yeah, that like I really can weird? Totally, I can see that though. So, for example, okay, let me think yeah. of something. So, um, if I'm guilty of this, so if you're getting upset at your partner for spending too much time with his friends, you're kind of getting like a little bit jealous. Um, and if you're criticizing your partner by saying, why are you spending so much time with your friends? Why aren't you spending more time with me? It probably goes back to you and you should ask yourself, why, well, why am I not spending time with myself? Mm-hmm. Why, am I, why am I so scared of being alone? Right. You know, yeah. It doesn't come from... Um, your partner doing these things it's more you're triggered by something and I feel like this is an approach that I want to take in my relationship instead of criticizing the other person so much I want to take that think about it and redirect it to myself what can I improve about myself yeah yeah to better the relationship because yeah what you said is totally right you working on your yourself is going to ultimately um better your relationship yeah. That's like a really interesting thing to think about. When I heard that, I was like mind blown. To think about, yeah, exactly. Bring it back to yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, so some little things you can do to even um, help with your uh, confidence, help with um, seeing your, holding yourself higher and uh, help, help building your self-esteem. There's, there's a lot of little things you can do. Um, like even just... How you say things, actually. My partner was the one that told me about this. He catches me a lot when I say things like, oh, I, I can't do this, you know? Instead of saying can't, it's it's good to focus on those little things and tweak them and say maybe um, I will do this or maybe you don't want to do this right now or you don't know how to do it instead of saying can't because can't is like, we call it quitter talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um Basically, yeah, not giving up on yourself. Because when you say you can't, that's like you're giving up, right? Yeah. You can't do something. You can't be healthy. But no, you will be healthy and you can be healthy. Yeah. Right? I love that Um, your boyfriend brought that up because it's so important that your partner, like, supports you and encourages you and, like, also sees the things that you're struggling on and, like, helps you to become better. You need that support in life. You yeah. Do. You can't do everything on your own. You can do a lot of it, but, you know, it's really important to have that support also. Yes, 100%. Um, for me, something that I am working on, like I mentioned before, is mastering my emotions. So just trying not to be so emotional about everything and trying to be more logical and see the reason behind things when it especially when it comes to conflict and not reacting Mm -hmm. so much um also mastering my emotions it does help with relieving my anxiety and it really stops me from spiraling too much out of control and 
getting like into my own head. So yeah, being more reasonable and logical helps me take a step back from my emotions and gets me out of this, you know, negative mindset. Yeah, totally. Um, something I've also been reminding myself is to be a little bit nicer to myself, I guess, because it's, I find it's really easy to, I'm very critical of myself. I don't always give myself the credit that I deserve. Um, I think about a lot of things that are not so great. And I, I don't really focus on like all the great qualities that I have. And really, no one's perfect. So you got you have to recognize and give yourself credit that you deserve. Yeah, that is so true. Um, another thing is prioritizing yourself. So not losing sight of your own goals, your own ambitions, dreams. Yeah. You can make a vision board. You can write in your journal. Writing really helps. So writing down... Um, what your goals are for the week, mm-hmm. what your goals are for the month, what your goals are for the year, next five years, 10 years, really keeps you aligned um, and accountable for yourself and gets you out of your head. Yeah, totally. Like uh, this morning, um, I was very determined to have a great summer, so I made a summer checklist. Love and it. I'm like, I am going to do these things this summer. Yeah. Right? Um, so that helps. Also, okay, so that ties into like doing things you love really focusing on um, yourself and not comparing yourself to other people. Like, you know, people have a lot of opinions, but do what makes you happy. Exactly, yes. Also, add things in your life that this kind of also ties into that. Um, Add things into your life that you look forward to every single week or every single month um, to help you stay in a positive mindset. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you love dance, sign up for a dance class and look forward to that dance class. Um, If you love to cook, you know, enroll in something. So have these little things to look forward to. to look forward Mm -hmm. to. Um, It'll just keep you happy and not so down. Um, also focusing on the changes instead of getting hung up on things that are out of your control. Um, we always want to keep moving forward, right? Never going back to things that stress us out. So identifying things that are under your control and making those little changes. Also talking to a therapist or life coach really helps. So seeking professional help. I've been to a therapist. You've been to a therapist. Have, yeah. yeah, and we both know how important it is and how helpful it is because as much as you want to explain your what you're going through to someone else, a lot of the times they can't be there, but sometimes they can't. Sometimes they don't yeah. understand what you're going through yeah. um, because a lot, of, a lot of things are not so surface level. They come from, you know, exactly. a lot of deep-rooted issues or – from the past so it's nice to talk to someone who knows what they're dealing with and can help you learn more about yourself and see things in a different perspective yeah totally um another important one is to really um like no matter how hard it is to really get moving and try to be active like push yourself to get in that gym and you will feel better about yourself you'll feel better in your skin um, it just overall helps. Like I know when I 
don't make excuses and I get my butt in the gym, I feel so much better. You know, even if I'm tired and stuff, I, I automatically like, I have more energy the next day to, if I'm sore, I feel good about myself. I feel really good about like pushing myself and getting in there. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one for me. I wish you lived closer because <laughs> I haven't worked out in so long. And I also want to work out because I hear from a lot of people that it really helps them feel better. Um, but I don't know. I <laughs> That's the hardest thing. Yeah. The hardest thing is the first step, which is getting yourself in there. That's yeah. the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, so it helps to set yourself up in a way that makes it as easy as possible so get a gym membership that's really close to you um you know if you come home and you're the kind of person that just wants to relax all this that's me that's tired, me. yes don't come home bring your chin change of clothes with you and yeah. go to the gym right after work you know what i mean like yeah make it easy for yourself so that there's less excuses right, right? So you're gonna get in there yes or you know if you don't enjoy going to the gym then find an activity that you do enjoy yeah you know? like do something active yeah it's very important to have an active lifestyle mm-hmm. and to eat healthy. Yeah, that also huge helps. One. Yeah, you know we had pizza tonight, so we probably shouldn't be. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking. We shouldn't be talking, but yeah, don't do that too often. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, another thing is to allow other people to help you. So don't think that you're alone in anything that you're struggling with. There are people out there. There are loved ones that are there to help you if you just talk to them. There are friends that are available to you. It's important to let other people into your life and confide in them also if you feel like you can confide to them. Um, let your loved ones support you. You're, you don't have to go through um, mental health problems alone. You can feel so lonely <laughs> if yeah. you do that. People um, are there. And... Let let other people help you. You you deserve support. You deserve love, and you you just you really don't have to go through all these things by yourself. Exactly, and you know they deserve the same, right? Supportive friend or partner. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and a good influence to bring out the best in them. Yeah, and my last thing is do things that are beyond yourself. So. Do something that is going to force you to get out of your own head, like reading a book. You're not going to be thinking about your own, you know, things in your head when you're Mm. reading. You're totally into someone else's story. Mm. Uh, Volunteer, you know, do something for someone else. Start a project. Start something that will just, you know, take all the attention out of yourself Mm -hmm. and focus it into something else. Just to help open your mind, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's all we have for today. We will definitely be having um, more podcasts coming soon. Yeah. This was very interesting to <laughs> to record. Yeah. <laughs> we did this a bunch of times because, I don't know, this is hard. Talking on when you know you're being recorded is kind of awkward well you know like you want to do it perfectly so bad but that's not realistic yeah right? like you just gotta have the conversation yeah it's not gonna be perfect but it's so funny <laughs> we had we had the best conversation when we were just sitting on the couch and it was flowing so well and we talked about a million things and then when we came here to sit down and to record, record yeah we were just like what we do we forgot how to talk 
<laughs> didn't know how to talk anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, this is so, funny. this is new for me. This is, like, something I did that went out of my comfort zone. So, I, I love it. That. Yeah. Going out of your comfort zone is so important. And also, the last thing that I wanted to mention about confidence um, is that this is another interesting thing that I learned lately. So, being confident is not not being afraid of anything. Being confident actually means you are scared of things, but you still choose to do them and yeah. you own it. You own it, yeah. Yeah, so a confident person is not someone that is scared. I mean, sorry, is fearless and mm-hmm. is not scared of things. It is actually someone that is scared of things, but still chooses to believe in themselves and believe in their worth and do things that are out of their com- comfort yeah, zone. and so, face those fears. Right? Exactly. So... All right. Ending it off on a positive note. Yeah, so I hope um, this helped some of you out there and you learned some little tick trips. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you learned some little... <laughs> you learned some tips and tricks and, yeah. uh, to better yourself. Yeah, and our inboxes are always open to DMs. If anyone wants to talk... Um, you are free to message either one of us. Yeah. Um, I will link Natalie's Instagram below so you can also check out her page. Yeah. And we will definitely see you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye.